Welcome, listeners. You're listening to another episode of Showtime with Coop. Insightful BS with my Laker teammates and NBA legends. And in the house today, by popular demand, we have the one and only Robert McAdoo, a.k.a. Do. And do. I ain't doing that Laker name. And do McAdoo. A.k.a. Bobby McAdoo. A.K.A. Scoring machine. What's that? Scoring machine. Scoring machine. You're right. You're Bob, right. how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm still smiling from the uh, from the vacation, man. You, you know what? Real quick, and, I'll, and Nick, I'm gonna let you come on. Um, I want to talk about that, Mac. You know what? That was such a great event. I know it was hard. Uh, uh, a lot of people had some uh, problems with it, trying to get there, but the Lakers solved it. Magic, Riley, they solved the problem. But once we got there, man, it was like something. Uh, it was like a dream, man. It was fantastic, like a dream. Coop. Fantastic, fantastic. And I, I saw how happy all the guys were, you know, to be around each other. And, and you know, because some of us, we hadn't seen each other like Eddie Jordan, I haven't seen Eddie in 30 years. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I see you guys periodically. I see Magic once in a while. Uh, I haven't seen Kareem in a long time. But that's probably why we could get it done while other teams couldn't. We, we liked each other. People asked me about it all the time. And I said, we had a team. We, we went to movies together. We ate together. We, we just, we really liked each other, you know? That's why, you know, 30 years later, all of us from, you figure all of us was from 63 to Kareem is the oldest is 75. You know, I mean, we just, we just liked each other. And you know what, Mac, I think in the locker room, as well as on the court in practice time, we respected each other enough to push one another for us to get better and better. And uh, that was the one thing that came back to me, the love and respect that we have for one another. What emotion, and, and uh, because when I, I, an emotion for me was tearful because it was, it was so nice to see uh, Chuck Nevitt, uh, Mike Schmidt, the Diesel. I hadn't seen them guys in like 25, 30 years. What emotion yeah. sparked for you? Just brought smiles to my face. Joy, okay. You know, it's like, I mean, every time you see somebody, every time I see Magic, every time I see Jim Jones, uh, we we start laughing. That's yeah. before, before we even start talking, we start smiling. Even me and you, when we see each other, we see each other's teeth before we even start talking. It's it's just the the, the bond from those championships. Even the guys that didn't play with me, they were full of smiles, full of happiness. The wives, girlfriends got along. How many teams can do that? I mean, it was just an extraordinary event. And uh, I hope they do it again. They're talking about doing it again. I'm game. I'm ready. What, whatever. I'm, I'm canceling everything I do to see you guys again if that happens again. <laughs> I know at the time this was being done or talked about, because uh, you and I talked what, about a week or two before you were over in Italy. Yeah. And I'm glad that they worked everything out. So, yeah, uh, Milt Wagner, Wes Matthews, oh, crazy Wes Matthews, Clay yeah. Johnson, guys like Michael Thompson. Uh, yeah. Michael was supposed to come. So the ones we were missing, though, was Norm, Jamal, Mitch Kupchak, Jerry West, all had personal things that they had going on to yeah. prevent them from coming. Mike McGee. Yeah. Uh, so again, hopefully, if they do when we do it again, that all those guys can come and be a part of it. Oh, they better because guys like McGee and Mister Big, <laughs> I'm gonna get on them if they don't show up. I'm even, gonna, <laughs> I'm even gonna get on Mitch. You know, <laughs> I, I say, I, I know you didn't leave L.A. in the greatest fashion, but you gotta bury the hatchet, bro. Yeah, you gotta bury the hatchet. Norm, you got to bury the hatchet. Silk, you got to bury the hatchet. I mean, they didn't sign me back after we won the championship in 85. Hey, I buried the hatchet. You know, that's what you got to do. 
I'm glad you did, Bob, because it was nice to see you. I had my eyes on you to see whose ass you was going to be kissing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You mean me watching you. Well, I'm trying to figure out how you stayed in the Lake of Ormond for three or four decades. I'm like, oh, boy, you, you was kissing some serious booty. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's why we love having Bob McAdoo on the show, because he's going to always tell the truth. I'm going to tell you like it is. I'm 71 years old. I don't give a <laughs> what people think. <laughs> it ain't like I'm in the NBA in in the playing capacity where they can, you know, hurt you like that. I mean, I ain't going to say nothing crazy and out of line. I'm, I mean, but I'm going to tell you my truth, you know. So you're, a Laker, you're a Laker for life, baby. You're a Laker for life. Got you, Coop. <laughs> Matt, That's talk cool. about your playing days, okay? And this is going to be like uh, Coop's lightning round. This is this whole show is going to be about asking you questions, okay? You was the toughest guy to guard you. The toughest guy to guard me? Uh, probably... Probably Bobby Jones from Philly, because we, me and Bobby, we've been playing e- against each other since high school. Uh, we played together at North Carolina. He was six nine, quick. I mean, he he kind of knew a little bit, but I mean, I mean, I was still getting thirty and thirty five. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I I ain't gonna let nobody just get up <laughs> in my grill and stop me. You can forget that, you know. <laughs> that ain't that ain't happening. So I didn't I give got you problems one. in practice. What's that? I didn't give you problems in practice. Coop, you was. I remember little. locking your old ass up. Coop, you was too little. You was too <laughs> little. I told you, I ain't George Gervin. I ain't Larry Bird. You know, you you talking you about your scoring machine that was fast, quick. You know, ice was slow moving and stuff and, and and bird couldn't get off the ground you was guarding me i could get off the ground and i was fast bah, 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 get your ass off of me <laughs> what was your easiest scoring game in your uh, your playing career your easiest scoring game and how many points did you score probably i had my best games consistently against dave collins with the yeah. boston celtics when i saw the celtics I mean, my eyes turned red. I, I want to keep it. It's like, it's like, if, I mean, I, I ended up, I remember I ran into John Havlicek at an All-Star game and he, you know, before he, you know, died and he came up to me smiling. He said, Bob, I used to see Dave in the locker room and he used to pull his hair out because he couldn't <laughs> figure out how to guard you. You know, and I mean, you know, Dave was a tough customer, bruiser, beating people. I mean, I I see the way he guarded people, the way he played on offense, but I didn't have that problem with him. You know, when you can shoot, I mean, look at Durant, you know, I was teasing one time. I I was watching Durant in the game while I was coaching and he was just pulling up shooting jumpers. And I was teasing one of the coaches. I said, "Look, look like he's getting ready to put a cigarette in his mouth. And, and do a puff before he before he does the jumper because it's like ain't nobody bothering him. Yeah, yeah. He's six ten and he's just pulling up, shooting the jumper like nobody's even there. That's how I used to feel, you know. Especially when I was in Buffalo, I just had nobody that could guard me. What team did you love playing against? The Celtics. The Celtics. Uh, probably, probably because. They were the team that beat in the East. The Celtics and the Washington Wizards was called the Bullets at the time. Back then, yeah. Uh, West Unsell and Elvin Hayes. I used to love to go with those guys because they they were the top guys in the league. You know, West Unsell, Elvin Hayes, Dave Cowens. I I just I just loved to go against them because they were you know supposedly all defensive type guys and. You know me. My my motto has always been the best offense trumps the best defense. You know <laughs> that, that was my mindset, Coop. That was my mindset. Hey, was, uh, didn't the Celtics have Sat Sanders? No, that was way before I got there, Coop. Okay, that was Bill. I thought you were that old. That was Bill Russell and Casey Jones <laughs> and Sam Jones. Come on, man! I ain't that old. Uh, what team did you hate playing against? Uh. 
nobody really, you know, when you don't have no fear of anybody and you knew you could score, you know, it wasn't anybody that I really hated. So, Matt, you didn't fear anyone. Zero. <laughs> you understand? You still understand Italian? Niente. Niente. Zero. Nada in, that, in Spanish. Nada. Nada. Well, Italian. You was in Italy. Niente. Yeah, niente. Zero. Uh, what arena did you like playing in? Uh, I like playing in the form. You know, I came out there and had great games out in the form. I like playing in uh, Madison Square Garden, you know, because those were the, you know, the the arenas to play in. You know, that's, you know, you had your, you played, you have a great game in New York or L.A., you know, they was going to blow up your 50-point or 40-point games, you know. So those are the places, you know. I mean, what about Detroit? <sighs> Leon the Barber, huh? I couldn't stand Detroit. I couldn't wait till my two years was over so I could get out of there. That's that's one place I did not like. I, more I than you dislike Detroit more than you dislike Boston. Uh, I dislike both of them, uh, and I think I told I think I told Cooper when they first traded me. It took a week for me to even go to Boston <clears throat> because my agent at the time he wanted to make sure uh, my deferred money was guaranteed by Golf and Western, which owned the Knicks at the time and not Boston Celtic Inc. Because John Y. Brown, who was part owner in Buffalo, moved to uh, Boston. And we just, you know, he's a former ABA guy. Just, just didn't trust him. It took him a week before they got that paperwork right before I went to Boston where my deferred money was guaranteed. And that's when Red was going to leave, right? Red was leaving because of John White Brown. He had problems with well, him. Well, he had problems with him. I don't know. I don't think he left, but uh, he, he did have problems with him. The trade that was done with me from New York to Boston, Red didn't even know anything about it. You yeah, know, yeah. John White Brown just made it with Sonny. His Wilson. wife liked you or something, doesn't it? Yeah, his wife, wife, his, his wife <laughs> Phyllis George, Miss America, CBS commentator. <laughs> I was her favorite player, and she wanted me on that team, and he did what she told him to do. He got me on that team. And this is after he didn't want to pay me in Buffalo. I had already won three scoring championships, MVP. It was in my last year, and he didn't want to pay me. And he ended up paying me anyway because he moved to Boston. I mean, it was it was ridiculous, you know? And if you, if you look at those teams, Coop, I think the Clippers are the Celtics. Like the way these teams traded up, Buffalo, mm-hmm. San no, Diego, the Clippers, and Boston, the Clippers, it? the Clippers are Buffalo. Right. So, okay. The Clippers are Buffalo. Clippers are Buffalo. Yeah. 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 Okay. I knew there was somewhere. And, that, and that, the people, the people up there in Buffalo are still hurting. They, they are really pissed that they didn't keep that franchise up there. And I, I got word that the owner tried to get the franchise back, but it was too late. You know, Toronto. Uh, got their franchise, and you know it was it was just too close. They wouldn't let them get back in. That's similar to what's going on up in Seattle. Seattle is trying yeah. to get their ball uh, NBA team back because they miss basketball. And again, so much. you know, Matt, when we were playing back then, Seattle was one of the mainstreams, especially against the Lakers. One of the teams that we were very hard to beat. Jack Sigma, you know, yeah. downtown Freddie Brown, uh, people yeah, like yeah. that. That was that was a great city too. I. I it's a shame that they don't have an NBA franchise there because those people in Seattle, they supported that team so yeah. fantastic, you know. But, I, I mean, I keep hearing that they still trying to get a franchise there, you know. Let's hope soon. Dude, you know, as we play this game, man, we get injured. And when you get injured, you got to have a, a trainer that you actually like. What was your favorite trainer? Uh, Probably Vidi. Garavitti and Sanders. I had a good trainer in New York, uh, Mike Sanders. He was great, you know, because uh, when I first got to New York, uh, they had this older guy named Danny Whaling. And when I walked in the locker room, <laughs> I saw Walt Frazier and Earl Monroe and Bill Bradley taping their own ankles. I said, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, what, what the heck is that, man? 
And, and you know, I was used to having Ray Melchiori in Buffalo. Ray was good, too. He taped my ankles. And, you know, the tape be smooth. I remember Danny was taping it, and the tape was all raggedy and crooked <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, oh, Lord, have mercy. After he taped my ankle, I had to tape over it to make the, the, the tape smooth on the outside. <laughs> and then I used to see his medicine bag, and I saw pills that it turned to dust. <laughs> I threw my hands up. I said, oh, oh, no, these old tap trainers. I said, no, 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 no. And <laughs> people don't realize that trainers is uh, uh, kind of like a lifeline for your, oh, for yeah. your career, Absolutely. man. They can help Absolutely. you get healed faster, take Absolutely. care of those injuries. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, that, that was my experience with old time trainer Danny Whalen and stuff in, in uh, New York. But, I, you know, I like Vidi. A lot. I like Mike Sanders, uh, Ray Melchiori in Buffalo. He was good. You know, I, I had some good trainers. Yeah. Well, as we talk about trainers, then the next thing, because locker rooms are very important. What was the worst locker room you've ever been in? And I can almost tell you what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about that one. Buffalo was good. New York. Hey, you out of here, McAdoo. Boston Celtics suck. That's the worst locker room in the damn league man oh you're talking, your about, you're talking about the physical locker room I'm talking about the locker room when you oh in. yeah oh yeah that was oh that was terrible that yeah. was terrible you know it'd be too cold in the winter that's because they would open the damn windows down there yeah. when it was in and, the winter and then, then you know we were always playing in may and june it'd be so hot in there it'd be no air conditioning you know and he would close the windows and cut the heat up oh yeah Oh, yeah. All kind of tricks, along with trying to make me and you wear short socks when me and Coop been wearing long socks our whole career, you know, doing their best to aggravate us, you know. Didn't work, Don. Didn't, Didn't work. work. Didn't work. Didn't work. Uh, who's your, uh, your favorite teammate on any of the teams you played with? Who's your favorite teammate? I, that's a couple of them. I mean, in Buffalo... It was uh, Randy Smith uh, in New York, uh, Michael Ray Richardson. Yeah, uh, that boy. We had a crazy. ball with him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and with the Lakers, all of y'all guys. Yeah. <laughs> all of y'all. And, hey, I got, I got to even bring my Italian team. I love the, the team, you know, Mike D'Antoni, Dino Minigin. You remember those guys, yeah, too? Yeah. I, I, I love that team, too. That team was fantastic. And because we were like that, we won, you know? Uh, Nine, tell me about your worst teammate. Who was your worst teammate? A teammate that just you just wish he wasn't on the team? Uh, probably in Buffalo uh, because – that one Buffalo team ended up merging. You remember when the ABA and NBA merged? We got a couple of ABA players. And all they did, Bert, Averett, Johnny Newman, all they did was complain, complain. You know, this NBA, y'all overrated and stuff. And and I, I remember that first year, the Denver Nuggets, they were like, 8-0, Eight and zero, uh, and they came to Buffalo. David Thompson. They came out warming up with the ABA ball. I said, "These MFs will win this game over my dead body." <laughs> David Thompson got his, but I got mine too. We gave, we gave them, we gave them their first loss in the NBA. But they did. They came in the NBA kicking butt, the Denver Nuggets. But uh, we we gave them their first loss, and we came. But those guys that came that came from the ABA. They were like bad attitude type guys, man. You know, my work, I, 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 I mean, worst teammate, a guy that, uh, you know what, every teammate I've always enjoyed being around, but there's some that just leave that bad taste. For me, it was a player. You remember Billy Ray Bates? Billy I remember Ray that name. Bates, he came out of the hills somewhere. <laughs> I remember that name. What, what was wrong with him? What was wrong with him, Coop? He was just, he was just wild, man. You know, he, yeah. he was one of 15 in his family Whoa. and really just had no discipline. But you know what? A tough, hard-ass basketball player. Yeah, Billy yeah. would walk around. <laughs> he played basketball, he said, for three years 
when he was young with no shoes. That's how poor his family was. Good gracious. Oh, really, he really was a tough, I mean, but 6'4", strong, yeah. Yeah, yeah, hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just a, but he had no discipline. When yeah, we, yeah. the Lakers eventually cut him, he went up to Portland and became a sensation for three years. He led uh, Portland in scoring. He averaged about 27, 28 a game. Up wow. Up. Wow. A good, wow. good, good player. Yeah. All right, nine, here we go. Give me some, I'm going to give you some names on the player. ML Carr. ML, ML's been a friend of mine ever since Carolina. We met in the North Carolina. Yeah, he wasn't no friend when he had that Celtic shirt on. ML Carr. No, 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 not, not the Celtic shirt on, but I mean, he, he never directed his stuff at me because he, he knew we were friends. We've been friends since high school. So, you know, he directed his stuff at Magic and and you. <laughs> he didn't call you a faker? No, he didn't call me no faker. You were on the Laker team, weren't you? Whenever he said the Lakers are fakers, that meant you. No, no, it didn't because thank goodness he didn't switch off and guard me because he remember from high school, it didn't change when it got to the NBA. It was going to be, bah, 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 get your little ass off of me. But no, I didn't have that, I didn't have that problem with him, man. Randy Smith. One of the best teammates I've ever had. One of the best athletes that I've ever seen in the NBA from baseline to baseline. He's the fastest guy uh, I've ever seen. He, he had world-class speed. Uh, he was an All-American soccer player. He was a seventh-round draft pick in Buffalo that made the team, had a great career. One year he made MVP at the All-Star game. He's the one that worked himself up from seventh-round draft pick to All-Star. He, he was, you know, he was, Randy was just great. Connie Hawkins. Connie Hawkins, the legend. Yeah. Uh, I remember playing the apartment. I remember, uh, you remember when they played, remember they used to have halftime, you had to play one-on-one, they had the one-on-one competition. Yeah, yeah. I remember I played Connie in about the quarterfinals and I beat the legend and that just made my confidence go sky high. Because I had read about this guy. I remember him from the ABA palming and dunking on people. Uh, but when we played one-on-one, I was a rookie. I beat him. It just kind of blew my head up a little bit. I said, hey, I've, I've arrived. <laughs> you know what, Mac? I don't ever recall, because he was so good at getting to the basket. Did he have a jump shot? He didn't, shoot, he didn't shoot that much. I mean, he yeah. would shoot mid-range jumpers. But, you, you know, you never saw him. He was, you know, doing the palming and going to the basket and stuff like that. That was his deal, you know, getting to the basket. Yeah. West on sale. Uh, Big West uh, had great games against him. Uh, physical. Uh, I've never seen anybody that could throw an outlet pass like this no. guy. He'd be, he'd get a rebound and two hand flip and it'd be the half court on a line, not in the air, on the line. That's how strong he was. And great rebounder. Once he put his body on you, you wasn't going anywhere. He was like solid as a rock, you know? You know what? I was always scared of West. I remember my first year, which was, I think, his last year in the league. Uh-huh. Uh, we were playing the Bullets. And yeah. we played them at, at, at there. And West set a screen on me. And everybody that had set a pick on me, knocked me down, I would get up and get in their face. But when he knocked me yeah. down, and you know what's the strangest thing? He was so nice. Hey, yeah. young fella, let me help you up. And that changed my attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't about to stand up to him because West oh, no. was strong, strong, oh, no. one of the strongest guys in the league. Yeah, he wanted, He definitely one of the strongest guys in the league. You know, he was Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale. Kevin was a talented Boston Celtic. You know, he uh, had great foot moves under the basket, tough to guard because of his length. Uh, he was one of the reasons, you know, they gave – I know Bird, most of the credit, but he deserved a lot of the credit too because he was one. He was one hell of a player. Now you couldn't guard him, could you? Uh, in the post, it was hell. No, you couldn't guard him. Just it was say difficult. it out loud, man. It was difficult. But but this is this is this is how I rate stuff. If he scores fifteen and I score twenty five, I've won that matchup. <laughs> What if you lost? What if I lost? I still won the match. 
I still won the matchup. How about Ernie D? Ernie D. Ernie D, one of the best, him and Magic are the best passes that I have played with, with as far as guard play. Ernie was small, right, dude? Yeah, he, Ernie was small. He was like 6'1", uh-huh. but boy, he could pass that ball. We'd run, we'd run a high pick and roll, and they would try to blitz or double team, and he'd throw it behind the back to me, and I got a wide open jumper. No kidding. He was that good. Oh, he was that good. He, I mean, he led the league. His first year, he led the league. I mean, I helped him because I was averaging 30-some points a game. But he led the league. He led the league in scoring, you know. And, of course, he was looking for me every time because he knew when it came to me, that was an assist, baby. Is he, like, the, 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 is he the most, like, one of the most under-discussed? Like, you never, ever hear his name. And then when you see him, you're like, how did he play basketball? Well, <laughs> you know, because he doesn't look like a ball know, player. Ernie, Ernie got a bad reputation uh, <clears throat> that first year in Buffalo. He was highly paid. He was the number one pick or number two pick. And uh, I remember we played the Lakers in preseason. And Jerry West, there was Jerry's last year. He was holding out. He hadn't played all through training camp. Jerry came up to Buffalo and got about 32 or 34 points, and Ernie was guarding him. So the press start calling him Ernie No D. <laughs> and I'm like, he's guarding a legend, man. I mean, who, who could guard Jerry? Jerry was yeah. probably 34 years old at the time, but he could still play. Yep. And they gave him the rep. After that preseason game, Lakers beat us, of course, up there in Buffalo. And Ernie was guarding him. He got about 32, 34 points. They start calling him Ernie No D. And uh, that's, that's how he got a reputation of playing No D. But, hey, we needed him offensively because we – that's why I used to laugh. They, they called the Lakers Showtime because of our fast break. Hell, that fast break wasn't nothing compared to our Buffalo fast break. But we in Buffalo. Nobody going to call nothing in Buffalo Showtime. They're going to call it snow time. Snow time. They're going to call it show time. They're going to call it snow time. <laughs> you listening to Showtime with Coop. Uh, we got Bob McAdoo in the house, the incomparable one. He's not a legend in his own mind. He's a truly a legend of this game, okay? Dude, uh, something happened recently in the NBA, and I just want to get your thoughts on it, uh, your opinion. Uh, I don't know if you've you seen the Draymond Green incident, him and Poole. I was going there. Yeah, okay. yeah I, saw, I, saw, I saw the highlight. Yeah, what what do you think happened, and uh, what would have happened if he had did that to you? Uh, we still be fighting today. <laughs> um, it, it was it was tragic. I, I hate to see two yeah. brothers fighting like that, uh, especially on a championship team. Uh, and, and Draymond, he's the leader. You know, he's thirty one, thirty two years old, and. Uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what happened behind the scenes, but I saw him run up in Poole's face and Poole pushed him back. And then he came back and gave him a cheap shot. And I, I, I heard up, dude. I don't think it was a cheap shot because when you push somebody, you better be ready. The way he pushed yeah, them, you better be, you better, better be ready. ready but, but, but Coop, you know the NBA now. Guys don't yeah. fight because you're going to get fined 25, 50, 75, 000. back in the 70s and 80s, they were throwing down. You was ready. Yep. You was ready with your dukes up. Yeah. This kid probably was caught up in the game today. Ain't nobody going to fight. You know, people going to pull him back and stuff. And Draymond did the old school foul. And, you know, but I'm telling you, I didn't talk to a couple of old timers. And they said to say, even I got know some old football players. They said, "Man, we'd be fighting today. You know, you can apologize, but that ain't going away. No. You're gonna be you're gonna be businesslike and take care, you know, your family and go to work every day. But that stuff is gonna linger. You know, if it was me, sucker punch, I'm gonna get you back. Yeah, I'm I'm, you know back. we're gonna fight till I win." That's yeah, what we're we gonna, gonna do. get you. Back. I might not win. I might not win, but I'm gonna get you. You're gonna get clubbed some kind of way. You're gonna go to the basket, and because I was there blocking shots, you 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 gonna get an errant. You know, you might get a nose broke or concussion. I'm gonna get you back. <laughs> I'm gonna get you back. <laughs> That's Bob McAdoo. 
can the Warriors win a championship this year? Of course. They got the firepower, man. When you, when you got Clay Thompson, uh, Curry, uh, Poole, Wiggins, it's four guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only guy that can't score is Draymond, but those mm-hmm. four guys right there, how many teams got four assassins like that? Yeah. You know, I mean, to me, I ain't never gone with this defense wins championship because I looked at our Laker teams. We had, and you know this, we had, we were long. We could stop people when we good, but our offense was so potent, man. Yeah. I mean, we could score from every position long. You was out there shooting threes. Kareem was going to shoot the sky hook. I had the me, me and Byron had the medium range jump. I mean, you had James clever going to the basket palming like Connie Hawkins and just I mean we just had firepower from all ends you know so I mean the offense the offense because if you can't score you ain't gonna win this is the bottom line I mean I know you gotta stop somebody but you ain't gotta stop nobody if they can't score I mean I mean let me think of like Ben Wallace for instance you think you gotta guard him uh, Dennis Rodman. You didn't have to guard those guys. You just sit back in the zone and say, shoot the ball, bro. You well, uh, for the young kids out there, defense is part of the game, but when you're a great scorer like <laughs> Bob McAdoo, yeah. you can just, cool, just cool. discount defense. Cool. I know you a defensive guy. <laughs> I remember my friend from Carolina, Michael Core, used to laugh all the time. I used to tell him, get the five best offensive players in the league and the five best defensive players and see who win that five on five contest. Well, if I'm in that bitch, we win. Cause I'm coming at you. That's right. It's going to be cool. hard for anybody. I'm guarding the score. Even cool. if it's you. Cool. It ain't happening. Cool. You know, cool. Do you remember us playing the uh, three on three stuff? Yes, uh, I do. I mean, we could score and we could defend. And you remember the next year they had a, uh, uh, I was thinking about that the other day. The next year they had Daryl Dawkins and them, and they, they ended up NBA players got their ass kicked. <laughs> and that stuff was on CBS, national TV. You remember, we went out there, we smoked them. Them young boys could shoot the ball, but they couldn't stop us. Yeah. They couldn't stop us, and we could stop them. But that was that was a good thing. I remember that, the three-on-three. You know, they had the best three-on-three guys playing against NBA guys. And uh, I remember you, me and you. Who else was on that team with us? I want to I say Norm. I don't think it was Norm, though. No, it wasn't Norm. It wasn't Norm. It was somebody else that could score pretty good. McAdoo, but, stop doing that because you're testing us. We're old men now. You know our memories. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I, I thought about it. I thought about it. Listen, I, who will be the Heat's biggest challenge this year? Oh, man. They... <laughs> It's going to be the East going to be a monster, man. Uh, you, got, yeah. you got Milwaukee, you got Philly, you got Boston, uh, you know, Toronto's going to be good. You know, Cleveland will be up in there? Cleveland. I, I haven't even thought about Cleveland. I, yeah. I, I know I've seen people, they're already predicting us to come in fifth, but I, I said yeah. they, better, they better watch us. We still, we still got that crew from last year that was one shot from getting to the NBA Finals. Who did you guys um, add this year? What new person? Have you, I haven't even really looked at the NBA yet. Um, nobody. We lost PJ to Philly. That's that's going to hurt us because he was he was a tough guy Yeah, that could play defense and stuff. Uh, but I think they're going to put Martin in there, who's a young guy. He's, he, he's, he's playing pretty good. Uh, but we, we got our first-round pick. From um, I think the kid is from Croatia. He's he's pretty good, but he's got a lot of learning to do. He can pass the ball. He can hit the three. He's six nine. Uh, that's that's our main uh, addition that we've got this year. You know whether he is in the top eight playing, I don't know yet. Um, but hope, what do you hope- guys? What do you guys think of this? I can't pronounce his name, but the seven five kid from overseas. I heard about him. They. Dude. I haven't seen him play, but they said he is definitely the number one pick next year. For, he uh, looks like you, but seven foot five, <laughs> or Durant seven yeah, five. Right? Seven you were Durant from France. Uh, mm. I heard about him. I haven't seen any film. Oh, you got to check out the highlights. Oh, right. 
Yeah, I heard he I heard he's definitely the number one <laughs> next year. Fadeaway corner threes, like mm-hmm. totally in control of the ball, able to, to handle the ball. I mean, yeah. you knew it was coming eventually. There was gonna be somebody over seven two that was gonna be like mobile yeah. like that. This yeah, kid's but, mobile. But you know, they go they're gonna test him. You know, you know how the game yeah. is now. It's, everything is pick and roll. I mean, can you imagine him playing Golden State? They're gonna run the pick and roll and he's gonna be stuck out there on Curry. <laughs> you know, wow. ain't, ain't no seven foot five gonna guard Curry. You can forget yeah. that. And some of these guards out there in the league, you know, it's gonna be nine. We got a couple more questions for you, sir. Because I know you're a busy man. Got your Showtime reunion shirt on, man. We love that. That was absolutely a wonderful experience. Will Boston Celtics ever win another championship with all oh. the discord and the dysfunctionalness in Boston? I think they can. I mean, uh, Brown and uh, Tatum. Tatum, man, those those two guys can go. And then the guard, what's his name, that made all defense? Marcus. Marcus, Marcus Smart. 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 Yeah. I mean, those those three guys there. I mean, it's a shame that uh, what's his name, Gallinari, is yeah. out for the year with a. Uh, you know, meniscus or, or ACL because he they would have given him another shooter out there at six foot eight. But uh they they definitely got the team. You know, those guys are still young, man. I, I think they what 24 years old. Yep. Yep. They, they, they can win it. But I mean, like you said, I mean they're gonna I've been Don't you have to have a coach though? They're gonna they're gonna miss their coach. I yep. think they're gonna miss their coach, you know, because he he he's been around, he was a good coach. And uh, you know, we'll we'll see if those guys respond to the uh the new guy, the assistant that's there. Well, for me, I don't think they'll ever win another championship, not anytime soon within the next 10 years, uh, because they missed their opportunity the last two years. And that's all I have to say about the Celtics suck. Why are you doing this? Why? I'm hard, baby. I'm hard. You okay? are so hard, man. Jesus. They got, they got, they got, they got, they got. But you have, you have the Lakers winning, Coop. You have the Lakers winning. Hey, Lakers are going to win a championship this year. They are not winning a championship. You have to watch and see. And then when we come on after they win, I'm going to ask you to get down and bow well, down. To well, we'll, to we'll see. Down. We'll see. I've been seeing on the TV, I saw it today, where they put in Westbrook with the second unit. We'll, yeah. see, we'll see how long that lasts. Yep. We'll see how long that lasts. Yep. You know, this Back, guy. He's buying in, baby. That's huh? a pro. He's starting to buy into the system and what it's about oh. winning the championship. <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll see. It's just like you did. Remember how you were that star player at Buffalo when you came yeah, to the Lakers? Yeah, you yeah, bought yeah, into I, the system. I, I, I bought in, you know, uh, but I, I think Westbrook looks different. Remember, he's a guard. He's used to having that ball in his hand 24-7. But when you got LeBron James or Magic Johnson up there, you got to succumb. Yeah, you got to succumb. But, I mean, come on. He he can't play. They can't play him with Magic. Lakers, stop all this jibber-jabbing. Lakers going to win a championship. <laughs> You're scared to say it well, because hey, it's true. Last, last thing I heard, uh, Golden State Warriors are the defending champions. And then they're saying the Clippers, they ain't even mentioning you guys. They got the Clippers as the next thing coming after Golden State. This haven't, the, haven't the Clippers been that the last three years? Well, they got yes, it. they you have know. been. And what, where did they end up at? Well, if okay. they can get Kawhi off the uh, load management thing and, and have him playing, because him and Paul George, that's a hell of a – and then they tell me John Wall is looking good. If those three guys – Stop playing good. with me, man. Get off of that. Lakers don't win the championship. This is my next question. Okay, okay. hold it. Hold it now. If y'all can keep Anthony Davis – Healthy, oh, which he will that, be, which he will be. That's the problem. Never that's been, problem. never once. I don't think he's ever finished the season, has he? Well, that's Knock on wood, he's gonna be healthy. Yeah, okay. I just saw him out with Worthy on if Instagram. He's, he said, Look how healthy AD looks. I'm yeah, like, if, he, if he's he healthy, if he's healthy, of course, the Lakers gonna be in that mix. Oh, yes. Man, y'all stop oh, drinking that hater aid, man. It's okay. Y'all <laughs> Coke and Pepsi out there. All right, top five players in the game today, Mac. Oh, cool. Come on, man. Well, uh, for the guys I think about right away are Durant, LeBron, uh, Curry, uh, those three for sure. If he's healthy, AD? Uh, mm, no. Tatum? Joker, Joker up at Denver. 
Oh, Joker. Yeah, yeah you got to give Joker in there. He's he's a two-time MVP. Uh, thanks Tatum. for reminding me. Uh, yeah, Tatum, Tatum and Brown, those guys. Oh, your, your boy up in Milwaukee. Oh, Giannis. Giannis, yeah, I can't forget him. I mean, he's 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 he is definitely the Greek freak. That boy can play. You know what? There's the players make so much money in today's game. And you know what? Kareem wrote a book called Standing on the Shoulders of Giants. Mm-hmm. I like to think that these players are reaping the benefit of what we did in the 80s and so on. Do you think a player in today's game is worth 35 million? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if he, you think the owners would give it to him if they weren't making it? I mean, they used to rip us off. You know, uh, you, you remember how they used to delay telecast and all that crap so we wouldn't, wouldn't get all the revenues, the television revenues. They, they, they tricked us, man. You know, I mean, the guys that played in the 60s and 50s, some of those guys, I remember Dave Bing was saying he had a job. Yeah, Along with him playing, you know, he he didn't do that. If those owners were were right and paying you the money, he wouldn't have had to have done that. But no, these guys, if if believe me, if they can make thirty five, forty two million, whatever, fifty million a year, they ain't gonna give it to them now unless they're making the money, bro. Yeah, but they're giving them when they don't play. Like that, what that's about, what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, like, they don't stop sitting on the bench over there. Well, you know, if they'd have said to this, Cooper, just think about it. If they'd have said something to us in the 80s and even the 70s when I came in before you, Cooper, if they had said something about load management, <laughs> the owners would have laughed you out of there and said, get your ass out of here. <laughs> yeah, you, we ain't giving you no contract and you telling me you're going to play 40 games like Kyrie Irving and 30 oh, games like you know, uh, Ben Simmons played, doesn't shoot. Ben Simmons didn't play a whole year. Now he's already saying he's not going to shoot. Oh, he's not going <laughs> to shoot. He's not going to shoot. Not going to shoot. Nope, not going to happen. You know, you know how many people in the world would say a hundred million dollars, and you got mental problems? He said, "Let me have mental problems, and let yeah. me get a hundred million dollars." That is the thing that I think is most ridiculous. From the older players, you should, mental problems? Are you kidding? That's generational wealth right there. A hundred yeah, million. Yeah. You can take care of your family forever. You know your kids gonna be okay forever. Their kids, your grand. I mean, and you got mental problems. I, I even forget that. How could you take the money when you don't? If you have mental problems, fine. But collect yeah, the money and sit on the bench. Let me tell you something. Every I ain't. I ain't Going off of him, everybody got mental problems. Yeah, well, that is true. All of us got some kind of mental problem. Yeah. You know, I mean, shit. I know I had mental problems in L.A. I, I couldn't stand coming out the door. <laughs> I mean, it took me a it, I, I had to go home and not beat my wife. I'm, I'm crazy. You know, having to sit there and come off the bench after I've been starting all my career, high school, junior college, college, pros, and cause the bench. I mean, two-time MVP, M- three-time yeah, MVP, three-scoring title. I mean, come on, Coop. You sit I mean, next to me, man. You should be happy sitting on a Laker bench. You sit next to me. Yeah, I'm sitting that next to you. I, I remember me and you used to. <laughs> Remember Kurt used to come out of the game throwing towels and stuff, and me and Houston used to look at each other like, <laughs> what, what's wrong with him? <laughs> Is he crazy? I mean, come on, man. Come on, Kurt. What are you doing? You know, we had some funny stuff going on on that bench. I mean, I think I, I, I when I got up and talked, Coop, I don't know if you remember, you remember Pat used to look down on the bench, and we'd be sitting there, and he'd see us Doing this, <laughs> you know, ready to go. Or he, he might look down, and, and about five of us would snap our pants <laughs> off. Like we we was crazy. <laughs> we was crazy, but but we were, you don't see that today, Coop. You you no. know, Coop. We don't see that today. But but I want to put a note on this again. 
we're having fun with this, but seriously, mental issues are a serious thing in today's oh, yeah. game. Yeah, if Simmons is doing that, I mean, hopefully he's yeah. getting the help that he needs. But yeah, yeah, I uh, I understand uh, load management, something we never heard of because never we heard were of. to play, and when we never played heard. and and worthy of magic went down, we was like, okay, it's our turn to step up to steal that spot. So that's right. That's guys, right. today's game is different. Coop, yeah. I, I think that didn't the Lakers start load management? Didn't Pat Riley sit Magic and Kareem the last game of the season or last two games and got a huge fine? Yeah, but that was for that's the, load management, isn't it? You guys are doing that shit in the middle of the season. I man. know, I, yeah, I know. Exactly. You guys invented exactly. it. Well, you know, I think uh, I think uh, uh, Greg Popovich is the one he that started, started that. that. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, you know, he he would rest. Duncan, Ginobili, and those guys, and you know, I remember Parker, they, came, they came to Miami, and uh, your boy Ginobili, it's a large Argentinian population here. These people were driving for hours to come see oh, Ginobili, terrible. and he wasn't playing. <clears throat> yeah. You know, people be booing the beginning of the game, and I, I think that's when the NBA jumped in a couple times, but I think they done backed off now. They, you know, they... Well, I mean, that was when David Stern was still it, here. It's, it's a it's a new day now. They you know people trying to you know what up? say what makes me crazy. Go ahead, sorry. What but you know what you have to do that because I think that's cheating the fans, man. People are paying money to come to a game and exactly. a team on the east that's exactly. coming out west or vice versa. You're only gonna see that player one time. Exactly. And that's the game he's gonna sit out. I don't, exactly. I ain't buying that. And, and Coop, no. I don't know. I Coop, I don't know if you got in the league when we had. Did you ever play in games where he had three games in a row? Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. They su- they making the league soft. We, we had back to back to back. We had uh, commercial airlines, you know, getting up at 5 o'clock. To- Sharing hotel rooms. Yeah, well, hotel they, they kind of stopped that when I, when I came in a little bit. It, it, we had roommates in training camp, but they stopped it. Uh, but you know, like the group that came before me in '72, those guys had to share rooms. And just think, how many? Pe- when I came in the league, I guarantee I played 82 games, and I didn't go through probably three pairs of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> they do every night. Think about every it, cool. Think about it, cool. Yeah, I do. Hey. Dwayne Wade opened a new box of shoes every game. <laughs> I'm like, Mama Mia. Kyrie <laughs> changes them at the half. They were taking Kyrie. off their shirts, throwing their shirts into the stands. We had one shirt. One shirt. <laughs> man, come on, man. These guys, there's so much waste. These guys, and, and then with the heat, these guys only bring the the little what do you call it duffel bag with the toothpaste and stuff in it. They don't have to bring nothing. The trainers, nothing. Yep. the trainers bring everything. We had to really? wash our own uniforms. We had our own bags and all our stuff in them. These guys, all they got to do is bring their A game. That's all they got to do. They got masseuse. They got. Uh, uh, chefs, 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 chefs on the road. You know they got their flights that they can take off right after the game. It's so easy for them with five star food on them flights. Five star food yeah. on those flights. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we had we had we had none of that, man. Matt, uh, last couple of questions. Would you be a top five scorer in today's game when you were twenty four years old? Absolutely. Yeah, you I can't see. touch nobody now. You can't touch nobody now. Coop, you remember when they used to put that hand on you and guide you and you'd be in the post and the guy got his hand on you? You can't touch nobody now. They want the offense to have the advantage now. You know, I mean, I already had the advantage because I was 6'9 and I could shoot. You know, I mean, these guys now. Bob, you were on with, uh, with Cedric and me last year, two years ago. And uh, it was when Durant elbowed uh, Tatum in the in the neck. You yeah. said they've gone and pussified our game, Max. That's you said pussified. I yeah. titled that video, Bob McAdoo. The game is now pussified. I think it got like fifty thousand views. Who even knows? Pussified. I love that. They got well, a pussified. Well, that's, like, that's a word, dude. 
I, he made it up. I don't know if he said Max or, or Brad. They, well, they pussified this game. You would, you would know what I meant. I mean, it's yeah. not like me. You, you hear a lot of the older guys oh, say yeah. how they soften up the game. I mean, look look what happened. You remember when Kurt to the basket and, and, and Mikhail took him out? If that happened in today's game, Mikhail would have been uh, punished. He wouldn't have been able to play in the next game. They didn't even throw him out of the game. He just clotheslined Kurt, and, you know, they just called a foul. Kurt had to go up there and shoot the free throws. All they did was stop the fight, got everybody separated, then came yeah. back and shot free throws. They came back and, and played, you know. But, I mean, no I, understand, I understand why they changed it because, I mean, you hurt a, a, a main player, you know, that's going to destroy your season there. I mean, I understand that. But, you know, back in our day, remember, Coop, they just said, next up, you got yeah. – Messed up, right? That was just it, you know? Well, dude, we want to thank you for joining the show again, man. You know, you are probably one of the most favorite guests on this yes. podcast. And you're <laughs> a very, very good guest of mine. I always enjoy talking to you. Hey, I'm I glad. like your, your, I like your eye rolling. I like that orgasm that you always give us. I just learned a new word, pussify today. So I mean, pussify. I don't know if that's a down south word or, oh, yeah. or something oh, like yeah. that. But that's an old that's an old man's word. Oh yeah. Well, no, well, I've been cool, using cool, it. Cool. Just it ain't only basketball. Just look at society now. Yeah, yeah. No, it is true. You know, society is soft. Everybody gets a trophy now in little league and pee wee basketball. I mean, this stuff didn't happen in our day. Come on, you okay. know. Well, Mac, we're going to let you get back to your soft food, your applesauce, and your wheelchair, but we do thank you for <laughs> Oh, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing you, you, Hey, you talking about yourself getting up in the morning, <laughs> eat, eat, eating Fruit Loops and stuff like Cocoa Puffs and stuff like that. My, hey, I'm eating oatmeal and eating Wheaties, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, brother. Take care, man. All right, dude, Bob. All Thanks, right, guys. Bye. All right. Later. That's it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's blank. <laughs> <laughs> <Later. All right. laughs>